As a coach and business mentor for course creators, one of the questions I get asked all the time is, Gemma, what can I charge for my online course? Now listen, pricing is one of the trickiest things because it is so different with digital products. This isn't a physical product with clear-cut costs, shipping charges, and margins. This isn't a service-based business where you can estimate your hours for carrying out a task. This is a digital offer that you create once and sell again and again. And that can mean that people way underprice for their programs. The amount I charged for my first course was totally laughable, or I see the other end of the spectrum where people see other programs on the marketplace that are highly priced and they price their own similarly. The danger here is if that if you are newer in your space and don't have the reputation and serious social proof that your program works, the overinflated price tag will make it hard to sell. It's kind of like an overpriced house on million dollar listing LA that goes stale. You want to end up somewhere in the sweet spot, a price that is going to be profitable and worth it for you. Demonstrate what you're teaching is seriously valuable, but also fair for your customers. And that's what we're diving into in today's episode. I'm going to tackle the six things you need to consider when you price any of your digital offers. That's all coming up, so stay tuned. You're listening to the Passive Project Podcast, where we talk about how to build your online business to make more income, more impact, and give you more freedom in your life. I'm Gemma Bonham Carter, business strategist, mom of two, lover of passive income, automation, and coffee. Welcome to the podcast. All right, I wanna dive into pricing today with you, how to price your online course. Now, unfortunately, I can't sit here and just give you a formula that's like a one-stop shop to pricing your course. Pricing is a really kind of subjective thing, and often it's based on the market and the market within your particular topic or niche and what people will ultimately pay for your offer. So I'm sure you know, courses can range anywhere from on the low end of like $47 all the way up to the high end in the thousands, like $5,000 for a really premium course. And ultimately it depends on your niche and your market and the problem that you are solving with your course. Any good course, any good product actually in the marketplace ultimately is solving a problem. Your course needs to solve a problem. Now my first course, my first course I priced at $79 and I was just too scared to put a premium price on my course. I was too nervous. I was coming out of the gate. I hadn't done this before. I was totally undervaluing my sort of background and experience. And honestly, I think that the really low price tag of my course actually put some people off of purchasing it because it made it seem like it was, like it undervalued it. It made it kind of feel like probably a scammy or a garbage product when in actual fact, I had actually spent months and months putting together this course with incredible videos and how-tos and instructions, and it was all about how to monetize your blog, because back then I was a blogger, I'd had a lot of success with making money through my blog, and I was teaching that in this course, but I way underpriced it, 
and for, for what it was and kind of shot myself in the foot with it. But on the flip side of that, we often can also see really overinflated prices in the kind of coarse world. And actually they can feel kind of douchey to me. <laughs> like, let's be real. It's kind of gross when you see someone come out of the gate who has like zero testimonials, zero real experience, and they're charging like $2,000 for their program that doesn't even seem to have a lot in it. So there's, you wanna be somewhere in the middle of that. There's a fine balance. I am not into spammy tactics. I want you to provide an incredible product, an incredible course for your students and over deliver the heck out of it and charge accordingly, right? And like, let's make it fair for everybody. I don't want you to be on either end of this where you're undercharging or you're kind of overcharging. I want you to end up somewhere in the middle of those two things, right? With a really fair market value for your program. All right, so let's dive into the six things I want you to consider when you're pricing your course. Number one, I need you to do some market research on your competitors. You need to know in your niche, within your topic, what are other people charging? You can open up a spreadsheet and spend an afternoon going down the Google rabbit hole and really seeing what else is out there on your topic and making notes of it. Talk about like maybe name the program or whatever the offer is. Write some notes for yourself about what's included with it and then have the pricing there too. And this way you're really building up kind of a spreadsheet of the landscape of what's going on in your marketplace. And I want you to probably be on the high end of your market because I want you to go out there and deliver an exceptional course and product for your students. But it's important to have a general sense of what's going on within your space. The second thing is I really want you to think about whether your course is a need versus a want, because this can have a reflection on how much you can charge, where you can really end up in this big scale of course pricing. So if you are creating a course that is a want, it's kind of like a nice to have, you're probably gonna end up on the lower end of the pricing spectrum. So an example of this would be a nice to have course, it would be something like learn how to watercolor paint. This usually isn't like a need to have, this is a hobby that's a nice to have, right? So you probably can't charge $5,000 for a learn to watercolor paint, unless you were, maybe you're like a famous watercolor artist and you are teaching other experienced watercolor artists who are selling their work and therefore the course is more around like, more around the business of watercolor painting. If you're on the other end where it's just like a hobby course, you're kind of gonna be on the lower end of the spectrum with pricing. On the need side, so this is like the, I really need this course. It's not a nice to have, it's a need. That would be something like, let's say you are in the real estate industry and you're teaching real estate agents how to use Instagram to land and close clients. If that's what you're teaching, imagine new real estate agents out there, they need that program. They actually need that in order to grow their business and especially if it's for new real estate agents to like really get their business off the ground and start earning commissions, right? Cause they need clients to earn commissions. So if that's what you're teaching. You can probably charge, you can be on the higher end of the pricing scale because it really is a need to have course. So that's, I want you to think about that. The nice to have versus need to have. That's number two. Number three is similar, but we're talking about the pain points and any course, 
is going to solve a problem in the marketplace and that problem has an associated pain point. It could have a low felt pain point, a medium felt pain point, or a high felt pain point. And where your course falls on the spectrum, again, is gonna give you a hint of the pricing. If it's a low pain point, you probably aren't gonna be able to charge you know, a giant high ticket price tag. If it's a really high felt pain point, you can charge those higher prices. So a similar example to what we just talked about before, a low felt pain point could be, uh, I wanna eat plant-based and I really don't know the recipes or like how to do that in my kitchen or how to really make this work for my family. So if I'm providing you a course on that, it's gonna be in the lower range because the, the pain point is relatively low. It's something that they, that they're experiencing and they wanna fix, but it's not as desperate. Whereas a high felt pain point would be something like, I am in a lot of relationship trouble, I am on the brink of a divorce, and I really need the tools to help me improve my relationship. If that, like that is clearly a highly felt pain point, and therefore you are willing as a consumer to spend more money to fix that problem because you are feeling that really kind of intensely in that moment. So think about your course and whether the pain point that you are addressing in your program is a low, medium, or high pain point. And therefore think about the pricing, where you kind of land on that pricing scale accordingly. All right, so the three things we've talked about so far have been market research, a nice to have versus need to have course, and a low, medium, or high pain point. Now the fourth thing that I want you to think about when we're thinking about pricing is what does this cost as a service? And so if you are teaching something in your course that somebody can actually hire out, I want you to go and investigate how much does it cost to hire somebody to do that for me. So if I'm gonna hire somebody to do this as like a done for you service or have a one-on-one -on -one kind of custom experience with someone to accomplish that thing that I'm teaching in my course, how much is that? So here's a good example. Let's say you want a new website for your business. The cost of you going out and hiring a website designer to do the work of, of creating a new website for you, let's say you go and do that research and on average it's costing about 2,500 bucks to have a website done. Whereas you could buy a course that shows you how to create a website, let's say on Squarespace, and it gives you templates and all those things. Yes, it's gonna take a bit more of your time, but you're saving a lot of money because you're not doing the done for you service. But if the done for you service costs like 2,500 bucks, it would seem really undervalued if you were selling that course for like $50 right? There's just too much of a discrepancy because the done for you costs a lot of money. So I want you to increase the price on your course to be in alignment. The more the done for you or service costs, the more you can charge for your course. You still need there to be a discrepancy there, but it means that you can bump up the cost of your course. So that was number four. What does this cost as a service? Number five is the big three. So these are kind of the three niches where if you fall into one of these niches, it tends to be like research shows that these are the niches where you can charge more for your programs because they are highly valued niches in the marketplace. 
And those three are health, wealth, and relationships. So those are the three general areas where we as humans tend to place a lot of value. So if your course or your program is addressing something within one of those three niches, in all likelihood, you can charge, you can be on the higher end of the spectrum for your pricing. So take a look at your course and determine, does it fall into the health, wealth, or relationship category? And then the sixth and final thing I want you to think about and think through when you're pricing is your overall offer. And what I mean by that is, really when you look at your course, how much time how much frustration and how much money can you save for your customer by them going through your program? Like, can you actually quantify the time saved or the headache saved by what they're gonna learn in your program? Can you quantify the money that they'll save by going through your program or on the flip side, the money earned, the potential money earned that they could use. Back to our example of teaching real estate agents how to land and close clients on Instagram, there's a dollar value attached to that. If we were able to quantify roughly how much a client is worth to you as a real estate agent, you could actually say like, okay, if you land five clients using the methods that I'm teaching you in this course, that would be worth X amount of dollars. So if you can quantify those things in your program, it's gonna really show you and therefore show the customer what your course is truly worth. If you can sell a course that is ultimately gonna have like a 4X ROI for somebody on their investment, that's a no-brainer product. If you, if your course is gonna be able to save your customer a ton of time, and time is a precious, valuable resource, again, the ROI on that is really good. And so really think through that with your course, and if it means you need to tweak your course a little bit to save more time, frustration, money for your customer, you need to do that. And the other thing that comes into play here when we're thinking about our offer are the testimonials, the social proof, the evidence that we have that our course works. Because the more of that you can have and show to your potential customer, not only are they gonna be wanting to buy in because they see that the, what you're teaching truly works, but the more you can charge for your program. It's kind of the same thing if you were a service-based business provider, the more clients you have on your roster, the more that you can show the incredible work that you've done for people, the more you raise your prices. It's the same idea with courses. So those are the six things I want you to consider when you're pricing your course. Let me recap them really quick for you. You're gonna do your market research. You're gonna think about whether your course is a need to have versus a nice to have. You're gonna really uncover what the pain point is for your customer, whether it's a low, medium, or high pain point and price accordingly. You're gonna look at what does this cost as a service to make sure that you are in line with that corresponding number. You're gonna see whether or not you fall into one of the big three niches. And lastly, number six, you're really gonna look at your offer as a whole. And I want you to remember that when you're putting out a new course or offer into the marketplace, you can always start at one price and ultimately increase it over time. The more students you get into your program, the more testimonials you get, the more word of mouth marketing starts to happen and the snowball starts kind of rolling, the snowball starts kind of rolling and making the marketing easier and easier. And the more you can 
increase your price over time, usually to a limit. There's some sort of cap that happens where you can't really go above that cap in the marketplace, but you'll eventually end up there and end up at a price that feels really good for you as a course creator, really reasonable and good for your students who are gonna get results out of your program and everybody's happy. One thing that's really important to do when you're launching your course for the first time is to pre-sell it. Now, if you want more on pre-selling, I have a couple of videos here on my YouTube channel. I'll link to those below, but you can also go and snag a seat in my free masterclass. The link is here, gemmabonhamcarter.com forward slash course dash class. And in that class, I'm talking about pre-selling. I'm also talking about just some really important tips and strategies you need to understand before you go and put your first course out into the world so that you can make sure it's a big success. So I will see you in that class. Thanks for tuning into this video. That's it for me. I will see you in the next video for more on how to build your online course business.